I mean, I'm comfortable just letting you sit here and talk for an hour, and I'll rewatch Game of Thrones from last week. Fair enough. Or do you want to pot about that? No, no, I, I don't at all. I'm sure something crazy happened. I, I don't. Know. A lot more exciting than the shakeup. I'll give you that. Really? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I actually thought the shakeup was pretty good. Well, that's where we're at then, because I didn't care for it much at all. Oh, okay. All right then. All right. Well, uh, as you can tell, uh, it's Chris and Matt's wrestling podcast, and we're already arguing. So that's a that's a good sign. I'm already bitter. Yeah. yeah great. Great start to the week. Exactly. Uh. Well, I mean, that's that's the topic, right? That's what yeah. we're going to talk about, oh, the yeah. shake-up. Um, on my way over here, the, the, the question I wanted to ask you is, give me one word to describe your feeling about what happened Monday and Tuesday night. One word, huh? Um, interesting, I guess. Okay. So, yeah. I'm actually, like, I thought they did a good job of moving people, and we'll, we'll go over the specifics. Yep. But I thought they did a pretty good job of, of moving people to different shows to freshen things up. Like, I think, uh, especially on SmackDown, um, you know, we were texting Monday night, and I was like, oh my god, SmackDown's getting gutted. <laughs> and then, it, like, as SmackDown went along, I'm like, okay, this might not be so bad. And I, I still think coming out of it, SmackDown's probably going to be the better show going forward. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> they would they would really have to overload raw to make it the better show mm-hmm. um yeah on paper smackdown's still gonna be the better show i think it's going to be a severe dip in quality though Could which be. which to me says a lot about how how to, how i feel about raw mm-hmm. it's it kind of reinforces to me like man this that show is a really bad watch most weeks and right when I, I sat down, like, as soon as it was over last night, I put, I got my uh, spreadsheets out on my my computer there, and I started going down the list, and it was, like, comparing the rosters, and I was like, man, I don't know that I'll be watching Raw at all after. Sorry, I don't know that one. Huh, okay. Uh, Chris's Alexa just started yelling at us. <laughs> um, I don't know that I'll be watching Raw much after the first couple weeks, because, um the roster on paper just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. I haven't gone I haven't gone through and done that. I will say that I was I've been thinking about it in my head. I will say on the heel side, Ross still seems really thin. Both shows. Um yeah, both shows are thin on heels. Um but as far as uh guys I'm excited about um as it stands right now, um there's not a whole lot I'm excited for on the heel side on Raw. I see, and I again, I think it, it's both shows. But um, well, why don't we why don't we talk about who moved and then we okay. can kind of get into what the roster looked like. Okay. Uh, you want to go uh, with Raw first? Yeah, yeah. First, and we can just go kind of right from the top what they what they launched with. And yeah, uh, I was pretty proud. You put the question up on our Facebook page. Chris and Matt's wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. You know who do you think is going to be moving? And one of my picks was the Miz, and he was the Very the first, first one. one out. Um, yeah, they. I mean, obviously, I kind of had a feeling once uh, once Shane started, uh, you know, showing all the pictures on the on the Tron of him beating up his dad and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, here, well, here comes the Miz. Um, makes sense. Uh, with SmackDown moving to Fox in the fall and Ms. and Mrs. being a USA show, it makes total sense to move Ms. over to the show that's still For the marketing USA. side. Yep. Um, 
and he's I mean he's got he's moved every year. Um, yeah, he just goes back and forth. Yeah, and he's he succeeds wherever he goes. Like he's still, you know, does great work. So and they've got him in this baby face role now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a guy like we were talking about lack of lack of heels. He's a guy that can very easily transition back into being a heel. Yeah, I don't see them doing that because they just spent three months getting him over as a baby mm-hmm. face. Um, right. And it'll get it. Shane. Uh, Shane is going to milk that whole thing for a long time, mm-hmm. so I don't see them just moving Miz back to being a heel. No, right away. No, but uh, he—you're right. He is a guy that if they get in a, a pinch and they need a heel, he can instantly turn it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that led into the the first segment of the night, really, the eight man tag match. Yeah, where they they unveiled that Ricochet and Aleister Black are full time Raw. Raw. So that's. I, I thought they might be a better fit for SmackDown because, you know, re- SmackDown's been the quote-unquote wrestling show. Um, but at the same time, especially with Alistair's, the, you know, the character, the entrance and that kind of stuff, it might be a better fit for him on Raw. So, I'm actually... I They've been really good as a tag team. I've liked them as a tag team. I thought for sure they were going to split them they up. They should have split them up. I think uh, they should After too. the run... The week of and before Mania, where they right. lost to everybody, there's there's no reason for me to believe that they're going to mm-hmm. succeed. And honestly, I don't really want to watch that journey. And then, considering who they announced was moving to SmackDown, I thought Ricochet would have fit real oh, nicely yeah, over there sure. now. But it doesn't look like um, that's going to happen. And uh, the other the other major surprise in that segment was uh, uh, the Viking experience. I, I'm sorry, I don't recognize yeah. that name. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. you're going to learn it because it's the worst name in the history of the WWE. Uh, they have repackaged War Raiders as the Viking Experience. Um. So I'm one of those guys, I really hate it when, uh, when smart wrestling fans uh, insist on calling, uh, guys by their pre-WWE names. Brian Danielson. Yeah, yeah, Tyler you, Black. You were big on, especially with, with Brian, you were big on that when he first got to yep. WWE. Drove me absolutely insane. I refuse. I, re- <laughs> I flat out refuse, uh, to, to use this abomination. Like, the, the, the team name change was one thing. Like, I could have got past that. Nope. Um... It's the individual name changes that bother me much more than the, than the team. And it, it's Ivar and Eric, yeah. correct? Yeah. So they're like, what's the goofiest goddamn name we can come up with? And then someone's like, Ivar. Vince yeah. says, I love it. Yeah. All right, now we need a real plain name for the other guy. Right. Because what what are you doing, man? Right. Yeah. Um, no. And this, this was the beginning of me being like, all right, here we go. They're, they're going to screw up this... this shake up and that's the start of it um it's another they bring a guy up and you clearly vince mcmahon has never heard of them or has seen one or two matches and is just like i've got a vision for them as this Mm -hmm. and this is what we're gonna do and Mm -hmm. all the work that triple h has done in nxt is completely out the window ec3 bobby Roode, Mm -hmm. and just another guy that it doesn't it doesn't matter now these guys are already dead in the water as far as i'm concerned they were they were already behind the eight ball because they're using a gimmick gimmick like a, a Viking gimmick that the modern audience 
outside of hardcore wrestling fans aren't going to get behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wrestle as a tag team, which gets no love from WWE to begin mm-hmm. with. And now they've been given a stupid name that makes zero sense. Right. The Viking Experience. Mm-hmm. What the hell right. does that even mean? The only thing I can think of, um, and this is why uh, the the individual name changes bother me more. Like the only thing I can think of is that like he had a problem with the word war being in their name, um, for whatever reason. <sighs> Fine. All right. Whatever, you know, that's, that, that's the issue of the week for you, Vince, fine, whatever. But there's, there was no need to change their individual names. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, that being said, um, I, you know, I'm eternally optimistic. So if they, you know, six months or a year down the road, if they're having a, a, a good run, people are going to not, not, not necessarily, uh, warm up to it, but they're not gonna, it's not gonna be as big of a deal down the road. Yeah. But historically speaking, there's nothing to suggest they're going to have oh, a good, you're totally right. They're, you know what they are? They're going to, they're the next ascension. They're yeah. going to, they're going to come up and they're just, they're, They'll have like a six-week run where they're pushed to the moon. They won't even be pushed to the moon. They'll just be heavily featured, mm-hmm. and then they're they're just gonna fade away. It's it, it's happened with every tag team that's come up with any sort of gimmick: the Vaude Villains, the Ascension, mm-hmm. um, Gable and Jordan. I mean, just all of them. Anytime they've got any sort of theme attached to them, done. Almost mm-hmm. as soon as Vince gets his hands on him, right? Uh, and what really sparked it for me is. Uh, kind of sidetrack here is that I've been watching a lot of Enzo Amore and Cass lately. Mm-hmm. Um, you go back and let, watch them in their first six months. They were arguably the uh, top three act in the entire company. Everything they do, the crowd is reacting to it. And then Vince gets the idea, we got to break them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just doesn't like tag teams. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. what they do. Uh, unless they're brothers, he has no interest in using them properly. Right, a- And... I, I just don't know who these guys are going to work with that gives them any sort of credibility. Uh, I know the Usos, and this plays into yeah. what we've been talking about, the Usos have come over to Raw. They've got five or six really decent tag teams, mm-hmm. but I don't see them, I don't see the company focusing on the tag team division. Right. Even though they've loaded the roster for tag teams. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, for sure. So, oh, I mean, it... Re- Time will tell. Uh, I'm not optimistic that anything good's going to come of this, <laughs> but I'm so I'm going into it uh, pessimistic. But I'll be more than happy if I'm proven wrong. So um, you won't be. I won't be. But you know. Uh, and then after that, we got um, Andrade and Zelina Vega coming over, which was another one that I predicted on yeah. the, the Facebook page. So that was. Um, uh, combined with the Mysterio coming over, mm-hmm. uh, I was really that those two were. I was like, oh, cool! Like they're gonna have some workers on the show, and as we find out later, mm-hmm. they even they added more with the Usos mm-hmm. and the big name. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm really happy with uh, with Andrade. I, I'm wondering if he's gonna get maybe a, a mid to top tier push as a heel because they don't have heel characters. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Selena is fantastic at what she does mm-hmm. as being that that bratty, snotty heel uh, valet that also gets involved and, and always seems to, to help Andrade get across the, mm-hmm. the finish line. Uh, I'm big on the guy. Yeah. But at the same time, Vince doesn't have the greatest track record with, with capitalizing on stuff like that. So no. I, Rusev was... I mean, Andrade and Selena Vega is not much different of an act than Rusev and Lana, and that fell apart pretty mm-hmm. quickly post-WrestleMania uh, 31 when Rusev yeah. was really hot. So yeah. I'm not, uh, again, I'm just not, I'm not convinced that it's going to lead to what I, in my mind, I could see it. Right. I want to see happen. Yeah. Um, I, I think the change will do him good, um... Because he wasn't doing a whole lot on SmackDown, I don't see the point of moving him and Ray over both. Because um, it just seems like, and not that it's bad in any way. Because uh, anytime they're in the ring together, it's great. Yeah. But it just seems like okay, we'll just go back to this kind of kind of like uh, to a lesser extent of what uh, Sammy and and Kevin were for a while there, where it's like. Oh, uh, we got nothing else to do, so we'll just throw Sammy and Kevin together and yeah. have them fight. Um, yep. So, I would have... But considering we didn't get the official close of that feud either, I'm yeah. excited that even if it's a one-month program... Yeah, no, it, that's it, true. It would be a reason for me to tune into Raw, and there are not going to be a lot of reasons for me to tune in uh-huh. to this show. Right. Uh, um, uh, the Usos, uh, you mentioned earlier, uh, came over... Um, Again, again, like it's so. See, I think we're looking at it like you're. You're looking at it, um, because so far, other than with the, the War Raiders name change, like you've started out saying positive things about the changes. You're just looking at it from the projecting the in the future, right? Whereas I'm just looking at the here and now, um, of of the shakeup, um, on whether I I approve or disapprove of it, um. And on paper, <laughs> again, if you look at them bringing the Usos and bringing up the War Raiders, and then if you keep, you're keeping Alistair Black and Ricochet together, and, and you've got the do. Revival, you've got a pretty good, decent tag division on Raw now. I think that was the, a lot of the problem that this past year, is that after last year's shakeup, all they had was the Revival on that show, uh, as far as actual like good tag teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything else, you know, Gable and uh, Bobby Roode were a mismatch. Uh, they just put Hawkins and Ryder back together as a mismatch. Uh, last year they had Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. together. As it, like, it's all been mismatched tag teams on Raw for the past year. Now they have actual tag teams. We'll see where it goes. I chances are probably not anywhere, but the potential's there. The potential's there, but I don't. Um... I don't get it, like, I, again, on paper, I like a lot I like a lot of the names, mm-hmm. but their creative has always been so bad. And I think when you when you look at what it means for the programming week after week, we'll get into this as we talk about more names, um, there's, there's top-heavy, they're top-heavy at a lot of places, mm-hmm. and then there's not a lot underneath. Right. And those underneath guys need proper booking and they don't have the company just doesn't have the track record of doing it properly over the last few years and that's why i'm not as excited right. about it 
Um, I felt like all these, all the guys that we've kind of mentioned, the Usos and uh, Andrade, they were on a trajectory on SmackDown mm-hmm. that I was like, man, I really like what they're doing here. And mm-hmm. now they're taking it away, and they're going to have to reestablish all these feuds and and uh, you know what their mission is. And uh, we've never seen the revival on the Usos, right? Right. On paper, fantastic match. I can't wait to see that match. They're going to have to take like six weeks to get that even set up to a point where that could happen. Mm -hmm. But the track record is when it's time to happen, they're going to add War War Raiders. Mm -hmm. Or they're going to add Hawkins and Ryder. And they're not just going to go with, hey, we've got two really good tag teams. Let's just let them have a feud. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I know that's... Like you said, it's me speculating down the road, mm-hmm. but that's what I do. I right. look at like, what are you going to, what's going to get me in Jack Bauer here? No. Oh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I, thought I, I was going to get off there. Um, like, what are you going to give me that makes me want to tune in every Monday night? Yeah. I'm going to watch every pay-per-view regardless. I yeah. pay for the stupid network. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. But I need a reason to tune in every week. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just, when I look at the rosters, I don't see where that's going to mm-hmm. come from, right? Especially as we, you know, this is the week after the shakeup. They're about to go on the European tour. Mm-hmm. Those shows always suck. Yeah. The build of the pay-per-view after WrestleMania is always kind of mm-hmm. lackluster. It helps that, I, at least to me, it helps that the first pay-per-view is money in the bank. It, it helps, but that's, you know, that's a pretty big, it's not like just, you know, battleground or... Or Extreme Rules or one of those... Yeah, themed shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Naomi, uh, one of the other women that came over. um, You know, it makes sense. You know, they did a pretty good job of keeping uh, couples together. So, you know, real life couples together. So that that was nice of them. Good for them. (laughs) I, you know, that's great. You want to work with your spouse or whatever. I don't know why you'd want to do that. Uh, Hi, honey. (laughs) Uh... But when you look at what all the women that ended up on SmackDown, oh yeah, you look at no. the Raw women's yeah. roster. Yeah, no, the, it the is raw... a desert. There is no, there is no one on that show that has been booked in any sort of strength in six months. Yeah, no, it's whatsoever. Yeah, no, the the Raw women's division got gutted. Well, and this, um, and this is so. Uh, I I want to get into this. Uh, they should have made. Raw, just the women's show. You've got three hours to fill. The, the amount of female talent on SmackDown, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of people that just get lost. There's mm-hmm. no, You're not going to have enough room for the Iconics and Asuka and mm-hmm. Kyrie Sane and, and Bailey and Ember Moon and mm-hmm. Becky and Charlotte. There's just not enough room in a two-hour show every week for them to have more than one storyline at a time. And that's not fair to the women. If I had to guess... And this isn't going to make up for it. If I had to guess, though, um, it looks as though Becky will be defending the title separately. Um, as opposed to, you know, like a sure, but what unified wor- champion. What worries me about that is what if she blows her knee out and you've used her as kind of the, the focal point for, for, like, the Raw division. Like, yeah, Raw's kind of weak, but at least they got Becky. Well, that's what I was going to say is I... I projecting i imagine that she will lose the smackdown title first and then go to raw. and then go to raw that keeps her and charlotte separate for a while it also puts uh with ronda being gone it puts uh each show will have one of the women 
that were in that first ever women's main event at WrestleMania. Um, and when Ronda comes back, she can go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get all that. But the problem, again, to me is, what do you do with the rest of that roster that, like, the Riot Squad? It's just been crapped. Like, literally just jobbing out to the three WrestleMania women for the last right. two months. Right. You're not going to convince anybody that any of them are a threat. And I know Liv Morgan mm-hmm. is now over on SmackDown. That was a WWE.com announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Natty has just been a nobody. She was Ronda's sidekick, and then she was Beth Phoenix's sidekick. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, you know, I like what they're doing with Lacey so far, but to the established audience... Mm-hmm. She's brand new. Yeah. Nobody knows who she is, yeah. and and they're gonna. What they're doing is they're booking themselves into a corner where they're eventually gonna get the the Jinder Mahal moment where they're like, we got to make someone into a big name right away. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have them beat Becky mm-hmm. to try to make him a star, and people aren't gonna be ready for it. Right. And right, I, I'm just. I'm I'm not happy about how they they switched the women's yeah. rosters up. That would be that would be my one one critique of the week is that I thought that they and they did the same thing, um, like I said last year with the tag divisions. Um, it always seems what each year it seems like one they overload one show with one of the divisions um, after the shakeup where it's unbalanced. Um, which yeah. I think they should do for Raw. One like one of the divisions should be overloaded and it should mm-hmm. be on Raw. Yeah. Um and I know we kind of touched on that the tag division seems overloaded, but you mentioned four teams. That's only two matches a well, week. I think I think now they they've they've they balanced it. I'm, I'm talking about after last year's shakeup where it was clear. No, no, no. I'm saying, but yeah. we talked about the Raw. Like right now, there's four teams mm-hmm. on it. You got Revival, Usos, War Raiders, and then Black and. Ricochet, well, like, and, and then Ryder and Hawkins. That's not a, that's <laughs> nonsense. That's another one of their stupid. Let's give them a WrestleMania moment. No one buys that that's going to be a real thing. Um, but I'll even give you that. That gives you five teams. Mm-hmm. That's still only two tag matches a week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll. And again, I don't know that they'll commit to actually making it a thing. Mm-hmm. But to me, the Raw show should be loaded heavy on women and the tag division, mm-hmm. so that you can properly include. More than one storyline a week. Yeah. On those divisions. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how it shakes out. Um, uh, And then uh, the next uh, EC3, they Don't care. Yeah. I mean, they haven't done anything with them. I don't even know why, you know, I I don't know what makes him any different than Eric Young at this point. Neither one. I, I, like, (laughs) cool. Yeah, they're they're literally the they're the Heath uh, Heath Slater role. Yeah, they're just there. They get beat up occasionally. Yeah, that's all they're there for. Yep. Uh, Lacey Evans, you mentioned, uh, is official to to being exclusive to Raw. Um, hit the Mark Marrow uh, moonsault uh, on Natty this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a good start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I'm you know. She's uh she's a good promo at least so far so um we'll see um we'll see how it goes with uh with her and Becky yeah I wonder uh if they're gonna damage her by throwing her in the ring with the big um well the man mm-hmm. right away Becky's gonna I Becky's already gonna overshadow her mm-hmm. then what do you do what is Lacey Evans after that I feel like Lacey should have proven herself against someone yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I mean, I think 
it's one of those catch twenty two things because I think the way they they've been using her up until this point has been has been good, whereas they didn't really have anything concrete for her, so they just had her do the walkout thing. Mm-hmm. It was good good the way you put her in people's minds without you know yep. putting her in nonsense. At the same time, though, uh, if this is what you knew you were doing, you should have had her uh, going through some of these other uh, like a Dana Brooke or. Or one of those lower level women. Or at least starting with someone on, uh, it could have been the Raw after Mania. Like, okay, yeah. this is her in-ring debut. You could have had Natty mm-hmm. come out and challenge Becky and say, you know, me and Ronda are really close. I'm here to blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Um, but they didn't do that. Uh, I, like I said, I like what I've seen from her so far, but mm-hmm. I wonder if... That was a case of they've they've known that she was going to be a feature point after WrestleMania, so they already had that in the bank. Now what do they do with her now that she's there every week? And right. how do you keep her fresh and make her a threat? So. Right. Um, they had a video package. I'm excited for it. I've been a big fan of his for a few years now. Cedric Alexander coming mm-hmm. over from 205 Live onto Raw. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I... I don't know where he slots in, though. I don't either, but... He's, you know, he's athletic enough. Like, he fits the mold of what they've been, like, with Ricochet and Ali over on Smith. Like, he fits that kind of mold yeah. of the athletic guy who can do some stuff. So, I, you know, we'll, we'll see where he goes from there. I, don't I, know. I think him and Andrade is a natural, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that would be a good one. But I don't know after that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's not, like, that, that smaller um, heel on the raw roster that mm-hmm. really fits what uh, you know what's made ricochet work is that he's in a tag he doesn't have to do all the heavy yeah. work uh, night after night they can throw black in there for that stuff to to balance out the realism mm-hmm. i don't know what cedric's gonna do week after week if you mm-hmm. put him in the ring with you know yeah baron corbin or mm-hmm. drew mcintyre which honestly it's probably going to be lashley will be one of the first ones he, he hooks up with yeah so <laughs> Um, oh, uh, <laughs> the, uh, um, back on the Usos for a minute, uh, I love how they completely screwed that up and spoiled that one with the wow. nameplate on the screen before Meh. they even, I just was like, yes, <sighs> so dumb, so it's, dumb. It's bound to happen. I, I get it, mistakes happen, but it's, it's always seems to be at the, the wrong time that those things happen. I can understand a mistake happening more than, like, consciously being like, oh, Sami Zayn's returning the night after WrestleMania, we're gonna show him in the back first. Yeah. Like, yeah. that that was a production decision of, like, we're gonna show him right. before he comes out, as opposed right. to, like, oh, someone put the wrong graphic right. up. What did you think of his segment on Raw? I would brilliant. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, just having that crowd in in the palm mm-hmm. of his hand, it felt like the second time they played the music was a total like Vince on the fly mm-hmm. going play it again. Yeah. And, um, you know him doing the Montreal Canadian ole, ole, yeah. and everyone's all excited, and then he just yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I like that the the Montreal crowd was like, well, we can't really say what we want to in English. Yeah. So we'll swear in French, <laughs> and they're dumb enough they're not going to know what we're saying. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no. it was, that was good stuff. So, and then they uh, they capped off tonight with uh, I think they probably saved the biggest and best for last. Uh, 
AJ Styles coming over from SmackDown. Uh, he was uh, the mystery partner for Seth and Roman against Corbin, Lashley, and He was McIntyre. the knockoff Dean Ambrose. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's funny, too, because the last time he was on Raw, he was the knockoff, knockoff. for Roman yeah. Reigns. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, I, I am not as excited about this as I know you are because I don't know who he's going to work with. I have no interest in seeing him waste his time with Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. No interest in watching him in Lashley. No interest in watching him in McIntyre. I don't see, like, I know he's going to put on a good match, no matter who he's in the ring with. But I don't, there's nothing about that unless they turn him heel right. and have him and Rollins go. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Give me that. But I don't think they'll do that because he sells too much merchandise. Right. He's too popular. Mm-hmm. So I, there's what what is there to be excited for if, about AJ Styles? And we talked about this a few weeks ago uh-huh. when we were previewing Mania. I don't know what they're going to do with him next. Mm-hmm. And this is what I was worried about. Right. I mean, you're the AJ Styles fanatic. Mm-hmm. Do you want to watch him feud with Baron Corbin? Because that when you look at these rosters, right? That's who's who's the number one heel on Raw? McIntyre. And him and Rollins have already kind of yeah. butted head. Yeah. So that number two slot is probably Baron Corbin. Yeah, it's Baron Corbin or Bobby Lashley. Fart noise sound effect. Yeah. Like, oh my god, no. Mm-hmm. So they're either going to have to turn AJ heel or they're going to have to turn Miz or Braun heel. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see Braun and AJ. Yeah. I don't want to watch AJ Styles work around that monster. Yeah. So... <sighs> Yeah, I just think it's, uh, um, I wouldn't say I was excited for it. Uh, you I were just, excited. Shut up. Um, that music hit and you're like, oh, he's on the A show. Ooh. No, because like, because at the time I was still thinking, oh my God, they've gutted SmackDown. What are they going to, you know, what is SmackDown going to do now? Um, no, I just. I just think that he had done everything he could do on Smack. Similar to the Usos, they had done everything they could do on SmackDown. So, freshen them up, give them, put them in. A, uh, put See, it. this is where I disagree. Knowing what we know and mm-hmm. who came over, if you left AJ on SmackDown and you've now split up the bar, mm-hmm. you haven't seen AJ and Cesaro, which would be a phenomenal match. Right. We haven't seen AJ and Daniel Bryan in a real feud. Mm-hmm. That The one for the title was kind of rushed and thrown together. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you haven't seen AJ and Finn Balor in a real feud mm-hmm. with Gallows and Anderson on the show. Mm-hmm. There was a story that could be told in that. There was a lot they could have done with AJ on... SmackDown still. When you put him over to Raw, I don't know what you're going to do that is exciting. Because they've, they've actually had him and uh, Corbin feud before. Uh, yeah. For the TNA fans, AJ and Lashley have bumped uh, mm-hmm. uh, before. So, Man, Raw is like TNA, isn't it? It's... <laughs> Well, especially um, one we haven't touched on that apparently was not announced, but is going to be announced. Have you heard this? Uh-uh. Samoa Joe is coming to Raw. I mean, it makes sense. Seeing yeah, because like... they put the two titles on yeah. it. Um, but yeah, Joe is supposed to be going to Raw. But right. they haven't announced it yet. Right. Apparently he was sick over the weekend. is why he wasn't at the show. Mm. He was home with like the flu or something. Yeah. Uh, which adds credibility to the heel side. But we've seen... 
AJ and Joe already. We've seen right. Rollins and Joe already. Mm-hmm. Eh. Right. Um, actually, so I think uh, AJ um, moving over is more of a symptom of... And this probably goes more into your point about, you know, not don't, you know, him kind of being an afterthought. But I think what they wanted, clearly they wanted to get Rollins and Reigns separated, I think. And they wanted Roman on the, the big show for the Fox move. True, but I think the bigger thing was getting those two separated. Um, because with, now that... Dean's gone, you know, with Dean there, you're only going to have, you're always going to have at least two of the three members of the shield on one show. But now that there's only two of them, you can separate them and just keep, keep them away from each other. Um, that way you don't have to explain why Roman isn't trying to go after the universal title when Seth is, is the champion. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but if you're going to do that, you got to move someone who's almost as equal back over to the other side. Which no, happens to be AJ. I, I get it, but I would have moved a heel over. Um, I would have moved Brian if you're going to do it. Um, but we don't know if Brian's even healthy. Right. He hasn't been on the show since Mania. There's a report out there that he got hurt at Mania. Mm-hmm. So, right. He And it would make sense that they'd give him a little bit of a break, too, just to keep him fresh. Because yeah. they don't want to run into a situation of him getting hurt again. Yeah. So, yeah, that was it on Raw. Yeah. I, when you look at the roster, I just, there's not a lot to me to be excited about. Right. Unless they're going to refocus on the tag team division. Mm-hmm. But I don't see that. Right. I, I just don't, I don't buy it. It's right. one of those, I won't believe it until I see it. And even after I see it, I'm not, I'm not yeah. going to trust it for a long time. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Um, so then, uh, moving over to SmackDown, uh, I believe the very first one that they show that showed up was, uh, Finn Balor. Yep. Uh, which was a shocker because again, you normally uh, like normally on Raw if they're switching, you know, the U.S. champion will come over to Raw. Oh well, I guess that means the IC champ's going over to SmackDown tomorrow night. Like, but with Joe not being on either show this week and not kind of knowing where, what he was doing, um, it was kind of a shock seeing Balor. Um, yeah, and then him and Ali had a really good match. So. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited for him to be on uh, SmackDown. Um, I think he'll get more of a uh, more of an opportunity to sh- kind of show because he'll he'll be. Um, I just think on Raw he was getting lost in the shuffle. I think SmackDown's on the men's side is a little less crowded. Yeah, like the women is way crowded. Yeah, on SmackDown, but on the men's side, not as much. There's enough. There's a there's room to kind of mm-hmm. move around. Yep. Um, and then they went a long while without... Yeah, it was like 9 o'clock and they'd only announced... Well, they hinted, and they haven't confirmed this, but they hinted backstage that Cesaro is on his own now. Yeah. um, Which, if that's true, I'm, I'm so for that. Yeah, and it, it would make sense as to why the bar was, uh, putting everyone and their mother over the last month or so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... Yeah, with no real... Just out of nowhere, he's like, uh, I'm going to join Nakamura and Ruth, unless they're reforming the League of Nations. Right, right. 
Don't put it past them. Yeah, it's true. That's was true. It, well, three of those members were in it the last time, weren't they? Or no? Cesaro so were just Seamus and Rusev. Yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. But, I'm uh, sure Alberto's not busy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that was... Uh, but yeah, like you said, they they didn't say anything about Seamus. Like, it, it was like he didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to keep an eye on that one as we go on. Um, but yeah, so then, then the next one, I guess, would have been Bailey, right? Uh, Ember Moon, Ember Bailey, Moon Bailey. saying like they they announced a yeah. trio of women. Yeah, that's right. Um, just basically established that every you know mm-hmm. every woman on the show is on so SmackDown. I was I was half right. I thought uh, Paige was bringing both Sky Pirates, but yeah. only one of them makes sense. Uh, like you, like we talked about last week, even though Io's been wrestling for a while over in Japan, she hasn't been over here that, mm-hmm. in NXT that long. Um, they don't want to deplete that roster. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. And I think it's a good move to have... Because um, you look at Asuka, um, on the surface, you're like, oh, really, they're going to throw her in a tag team? That sucks. But what do you think, in Vince's eyes... Is the one thing missing from Asuka? Uh, the promo. Exactly. Uh, so you put her and Kyrie together and you give them a mouthpiece and page. I think it's not a bad move. I think it's a terrible move. Okay. Um, Asuka is one of your in ring three or four best talents in the company, mm-hmm. and you're going to sink her into uh, the women's tag division. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to limit her ability to. Uh, show what makes people like her. When she comes out, people react. Mm-hmm. That's without her cutting promos. Yeah. She doesn't... Why? I don't understand why... Well, I do understand why um, Vince doesn't like foreigners who can't speak English the way... Like, he wants to communicate these long, drawn-out promos, mm-hmm. and they're not capable of that. It's It was the knock on Nakamura. It's obviously transitioned over to Asuka. Mm-hmm. It's it's wrong because both of those their charisma, their innate charisma, when they come on screen, you feel something mm-hmm. different. They don't need to to tell their story through their mm-hmm. words all the time. Just let them do it in the ring. And right. she even kind of said on Twitter like a week ago, I don't know if you saw that, she's like, you know, I express my art in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like what is the difference of uh, her saying, you better not mess with me, I'll kick your ass. Mm-hmm. Or her taking that mask off and giving those piercing eyes and that mm-hmm. like wry smile and being mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That is so much more effective. But, right. you know, they, they feel like they got to have a mouthpiece. Uh, I'm, I'm just not happy about it, man. Asuka right. is one of those... She's one of the three or four pillars of the women's division. Mm-hmm. You could put her in the ring with anybody and it'd be a good... Um, feud for the sing for the either women's mm-hmm. title. She's a credible threat, and now you're gonna put her on with the iconics and and have the iconics steal a couple cheap wins to mm-hmm. try to legitimize that. I just don't. Right. I don't like it. Right. And but I also wonder if it's a symptom of um, Sasha has checked out. They don't know what to do with Bailey now. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, eh, we gotta we gotta throw another team together. We right. we launch this tag. They split up the Riot Squad a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, we launched yeah. this tag team, and then they uh, once again didn't have the forethought to think. All right, well, what do we do six weeks from now with these? Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. 
So yeah, no. we can get into Sasha in a little bit. Yeah, um, I don't think uh, like this doesn't have to be for long. Um, I just think it's something for now. Um, so we'll see where it goes. I I'm not I'm not as against it as you are. Um, Lars Sullivan, like I saw Lars on Monday. I'm thinking, okay, he's on the show. I care about least. That's fine. And then he showed up on Tuesday. I'm like, why? Why? Yep. That was that was the one thing I was like, nope, I, nope. <laughs> I just I'm not excited this, for him. And this is why I'm not so excited about the shakeup because they're clearly going to throw him into the Baron Corbin role mm-hmm. of being the antagonist that messes around on the mid card. And every segment that you're in, he's in. You're just gonna be like, I don't want to watch this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch this. I don't care. I don't care who he's in the ring with. I don't want to see this guy. Mm-hmm. And on a two-hour show every week, he's going to eat up 10 minutes, 10, 12 minutes. Yeah. And he, I, I just, I'm not in, I just, I'm not here for it. I don't right. want to, I don't want to see him. Yeah. No, I, I and then don't when you, either. Then you throw in the next guy, the guy they announced before Roman, Elias. There's 25 minutes a week or 20 minutes a week that are going to be tied up in acts that I'm just going to, that's when I pick up my phone, start checking baseball scores. Right. Don't care. Mm-hmm. Elias, I'm over it. Mm-hmm. It was cool what they did with Cena and Taker. Don't. Right. I, I just, nope. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Right. I thought it was. Uh, I liked how they how they did it though at the end. Where you, know, you didn't see it coming a mile away. Uh, kind. Of, I just didn't know how it would. Like obviously, I knew that whoever Vince presented wouldn't be the biggest acquisition. Yeah. Like I knew it was something stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't. I don't know. Like I, I kind of saw it coming, but at the same time, I didn't see I, it. I saw Elias coming a mile away because of the whole. Vince is going to introduce him, mm-hmm. and it, I thought it was either going to be Reigns or Rollins was going to be the big star that came mm-hmm. over from Raw. Yeah. I wanted it to be Rollins, but right. it was Reigns. Um, and after being interrupted two weeks in a row by megastars, I'm like, well, who's he's not going to bring out the top guy right away. Who fits that bill? Oh, Elias. Elias mm-hmm. gets smacked around. And at le- you know what? At least we don't have to hear Michael Cole say, "Here comes the big dog" every week now. Um, you know what? It, you know what? And I don't know why it took me. My biggest problem with Raw is Michael Cole. And it's a it's a huge problem. Him and Renee Young are terrible. Um, they're awful. It's just it's he's like if if I love AJ Styles. If I if Michael Cole starts screaming, it's phenomenal. You no, know, that's gonna week. be it's gonna Monday Night Raw is phenomenal. Guarantee I, it. I, I, I'm not gonna be able to handle it. No, nope, it's get used to it, buddy. You're <sighs> gonna hear it every week. God. He's just so bad. Yep, he's so bad. <laughs> um, a couple more that were announced post SmackDown mm-hmm. on the website: Liv Morgan, Chad Gable, Apollo Cruz, Mickey James. Um, all and- come. And then, uh, heavy machinery. That was on yeah. dot com, and then heavy machinery was announced on Twitter. Yeah, any of those do anything for you? Not really. Um, Not a thing. I uh, I put on our Facebook page uh, my my predictions, and I uh, for SmackDown, and I had I I had guessed Roman, I guessed uh, Elias, I guessed Bailey, um, and I had guessed Apollo. Uh, but yeah, I mean I. None of them, yeah. Nah. 
Uh, and we did miss uh, Buddy Murphy. Yes. Wrestling's best kept secret. Yes. So um, excited what he can do on, on that show too. Yeah, um, him him and uh, Ali again on the mm-hmm. main show. And then you give me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, him and Owens. Yeah. It could be some good yeah. stuff. So Last night was a Kevin Owens show. No, oh, last night was, yeah. And I'm uh, I'm glad we saved some time to talk about it. Um, aside from all the shakeup stuff. Yeah. Kevin Owens with the New Day. Unbelievably yeah. entertaining. That yeah. was so mm-hmm. well done, mm-hmm. and and um, it felt like they threw it together because mm-hmm. Biggie's injury came yeah. up, and they're just like, "All right, well, we got to do something." Mm-hmm. And it's like, just give them something fun tonight. Yeah, they should really do stuff like that more often. Mm-hmm. That was so well done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the big O, like having multiple meanings there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like well, and just the way he works into, uh, can I be Big K? And he's like, wait, 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 no, 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 like, yeah, even better. I got another one, and and yeah. uh, can you gyrate your hips? And yeah. just all of it was so, yeah, yeah. perfect. No, I, I was I was with you though. I was a little disappointed he didn't come out in the the Biggie singlet. Singlet, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, the the whole the whole thing was just awesome. <laughs> He's like, like afterwards, he's he's like, I'm so this is so good. I didn't have to win this with the stunner. I won with the snap man. Yeah, because Rusev totally yeah. screwed up the stunner. And then Rusev came back, and he's like, not only is he my boss, my boss, he's my inspiration. <laughs> yeah, and he did Showed a gift the of uh, of Vince taking the stunner for the first time. Yeah, because that's exactly what I thought. That's of. Exactly what it was. Yeah, <laughs> it was so bad. But even the segment backstage of him like. Eating, eating the pancakes. pancakes and he's like oh they're so dry yeah. <laughs> i've never had a pancake <laughs> yeah they're cold yeah. yeah no it was so good yep and Corey graves scene i didn't even think kevin owens ate carbs like <laughs> um, yeah that's uh we didn't really get into everyone who's still on their shows but you know, uh, I'm I'm hoping Owens isn't the guy they look at and say, "Well, we need some heels on SmackDown. Yeah, we got to switch him." Yeah, no, he he should stay babyface for a while. But it's, again, it's good stuff. Who's who's the who's the heel on Raw or on SmackDown? I'm sorry. Who are your top heels on SmackDown? Nakamura, uh, Rusev. Well, not not knowing not knowing his status, Daniel Bryan. Uh, you've always got Orton lurking around. Um, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. They are thin on and heels. This, this plays into a point I wanted to make after we summarized all this. This is why you don't build WrestleMania around people that aren't going to be there the week after. What were the five biggest matches at, at WrestleMania? The women's title match, mm-hmm. two world title matches, Roman and, and McIntyre, and Triple H and Batista. Mm-hmm. Five of those guys, or four of those acts aren't around anymore. Five of those acts. Ronda's gone. Lesnar's gone. Triple H and Batista are gone. Like, Daniel Bryan's hurt. Mm-hmm. You built your biggest show of the year and all the excitement around, you know, 15 matches. But mm-hmm. the five most important ones, four of those major acts aren't around now. Right. And now you've got a whole bunch of people that have been ignored for weeks, months even. And us as an audience are just supposed to be... Uh, excited because they right. changed what color the the lights are on the program. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I don't care if he beat Kurt Angle or not. Baron Corbin does not excite me. Right. And you've spent the last few months just having him beat up a 50 year old man. Why am I impressed by that? Right. Uh, Ron uh, Becky and Charlotte. You know Becky beats the biggest woman's wrestler, and now she's now what does she do? She right. doesn't have anyone to go against that's mm-hmm. on her level besides Charlotte. And you yeah. spent so long building that up. It's just, 
they didn't they spent so much time build putting time and money and effort and and focus on these acts that aren't there now mm-hmm. and now the weekly programming is going to suck because you have to establish people as threats right and as we know no matter how big of a threat they become next january hunter's gonna go all right yeah uh, who am I hopping in the ring with this time? Who am I getting that shovel out for? Right. He'll probably be, you know, in a, another major match again. And they'll have, uh, if Lesnar comes lurking back around, who's mm-hmm. Lesnar going to get all the time for? It's just, it's nonsense. And yeah. it's, it's the next couple months leading into to the summer are going to be a tough watch, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see how the next couple weeks go. Um, as they as they you know get into these new the new rosters and stuff like that and you know I think once we get past money in the bank we'll have a clear idea of where things are going and you know then then I think we can make a, a real uh, real determination on 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 if things are are going in a good direction or not so I'm they not, won't be they probably not but I'm not gonna make a make a determination right now uh, I'm just gonna take the wait and see approach and. They've got two weeks with me. They've got two weeks to give me something on both shows where I'm like, I need to watch it. Right. Otherwise, I'm going back to my Hulu. Like, I'll watch it on Hulu and right. fast forward. Yeah. Uh, no, I get it. So. Uh, well, the Superstar Shake-Up didn't just pertain to on-screen. Yeah. Um, so, you mentioned Sasha earlier, so we'll talk about her. Everyone's quitting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then two other guys uh, seems like they're they're on their way out the door. Uh Luke Harper put on. It's no been no secret last couple weeks. Uh, yeah. He's been um, not happy with uh, his treatment uh, since he's been cleared to return. Yeah, and they just don't do anything with it. Right, right. Um, can't say as I blame him, but at the same time, he's not. And this is not on him. Obviously, this is on how they've used him this entire time. He's not a guy where I'm like, man, I really miss Luke Harper. So. Like, like it sucks for him. Like, it sucks for me as a WWE fan seeing so many people trying to get out. But I don't blame him. Yeah, for well, to get out because you know what Luke Harper would be really good at the role Lars Sullivan is in. Except mm-hmm. for the difference between the two is Luke Harper can go. Mm-hmm. Luke Harper can go in and tell a story in the ring, and he looks like a um, monster. Uh, yeah, he was oh, to me. He was always the most talented member of the Wyatt family. Yeah. in the ring, mm-hmm. they just never they never found a way to use him, um, which sucks because it you know he was a guy I followed in Ring of Honor, and mm-hmm. and when he got the call to go to the big time, I was like, oh, good for him. You know, he wasn't in Ring of Honor too long, but yeah. uh, when I was really into it, he was he was there for a brief stint, and that's how I got introduced to Brody Lee, and mm-hmm. and I found some of his other stuff, and now. You know, he's probably going to go back to the Indies and do that again. Yeah. He'll be on Ring of Honor television in, you know, nine right. months. Right. <sighs> so, uh, Alexander Wolf. Now, this one's not as clear. He didn't come out right out and say, um, you know, he asked for his release or he's leaving. Um, Pro Wrestling Sheet reached out for a comment. Uh, and WWE told them that uh, he's still, he's still under contract. So, it's so, possible. Right, like, I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Um, it's possible he gets sent back to you know 
repackaged down in NXT, but again, like what I mean, what's it yeah, gonna matter? Doesn't really matter. Uh, but the I mean, the one everyone's wondering about, the one everyone's talking about is Sasha Banks. Yeah, and I you know I see the there's a lot of speculation and rumors, and no one really knows what the deal is. Yeah, and um. I mean, it's clear she's not happy. She's mm-hmm. she's said it on social media, and um, she canceled an appearance. Mm-hmm. And, um, she's not happy, but then she's turned around and posting pictures of, of her and Bailey with the Iconics and looking, all, you know, after the match with the Iconics with the titles yeah. and looking happy. And then her and Bailey in the crowd flashing the floor during the main event. Like... Yeah, I think that's more of a camaraderie thing of, like, we don't have a problem with the people we work with. We like being here. We have a problem with what they do with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I totally get it where, uh, you know, up until pff, SummerSlam of last year, Becky, Sasha, and Bailey had been kind of just forgotten parts of the television for a long mm-hmm. time. And it was all about Charlotte and Ronda. Mm-hmm. Um and that's really disappointing when you consider what the the four horsewomen of NXT meant to women's wrestling in the uh, on the mainstream. Mm-hmm. You know, since Bailey's come up, they haven't done really any. They gave her the belt, but it, again, it was a case of I think Vince heard about this NXT talent. Everyone's chanting her name. There's she came out for that one show, got a nice pop, and they were like. All right, well, I guess she's ready, and then had no idea how to use her. They mm-hmm. just um, didn't write anything for her. And and Sasha, after her feud with Charlotte, when they switched the belt like eight times, they, they never they never let her go be the boss after that. Right. And that was the character that made her a fan, you know, fan favorite. But people also hated her. That was mm-hmm. her best work, and they never gave her that shot. And right, it sucks to see. You know, Ronda Rousey come in and get all this TV time, and then what's the payoff for the rest of the division? Nothing. She mm-hmm. lost on a fluke and left, and, you know, Becky got the got the spot great for Becky, but the rest of them are there. They've been just overlooked for so long. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame her for being upset. And, you know, they, they say the her and Bailey really uh, were the ones that pushed for women's tag team titles, and they were told, like, we want to... Or they said, you know, we want to do a thing where we go to NXT and we're on SmackDown and Raw and defend them. Mm-hmm. And four weeks later, they took the belts off them again. Mm-hmm. For what? Right. The, it didn't make the Iconics any better of an act. They were, the the act is solid. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, like, I don't blame her for being upset. Um, I will say if the one report I read was true, um, that's a little, like, I don't know, disappointing. Uh but which one is that the one about her and Bailey laying on the floor, like in protest or, you know, basically throwing a temper. Tantrum. Yeah. I don't buy that. I don't buy it either. I don't either. buy that at all. I don't either. Uh, but, um, that's, that seemed a little far fetched, but no, I mean, we'll see where it goes. Um, that, I mean, even if she wants, I don't know what her contract status is. But even if she wants out, doesn't mean they got to let her out. Yeah, they don't have to. So, we'll see. But, I mean, Vince has a history of saying he doesn't want unhappy people. True. But, the, the, but it things depend- have changed. If things have changed, and it depends. Um, like, there's a difference to uh, uh, Ty Dillinger. There's no use for Ty Dillinger on in WWE. Mm-hmm. 
talent aside, there's no real use right now for Luke Harper. Like, the way he's been presented, there's no use for Luke Harper. They have plenty of male talent that's established. Exactly. Um, I think Sasha Banks is still uh, an asset. So, um, we'll see. She you sells know. a lot of sunglasses, so Vince is, <laughs> wants to keep her around. There you go. So, um, yeah, so I guess that's it. Yeah, I, I can't think of any other outside-the-ring news that was super... No, I uh, actually, there was one thing I was going to ask you about, but we're up against it, so I'll save it for another time. No. Yeah. Well, now I'm intrigued. Yes. Oh. All right, well, yeah, that's going to do it for this week. Um, once again, we appreciate you guys giving a listen. Uh, Chris was once again on Twitter Monday and Tuesday night handling tweets and giving his opinions. You can find us at KM Wrestling Pod. Uh, that's that's the Twitter handle, kmwrestlingpod at gmail.com if you want to send us an email, Chris and Matt's Wrestling Podcast. Yes. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, rate, review, subscribe. Like us on Facebook. Yeah, we've been posting been some questions trying, on there. Uh, trying to interact, you know, do some interaction on Facebook. So, yeah, follow, like us on there. and Yeah, just let us know if there's anything you want to want us to talk about on a, on a given week or, you know, any kind of special. Uh, I got a couple things in mind for for extra episodes. I want to fun things I want to talk about. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure we'll do a do a full blown AEW episode as double or nothing gets closer. Uh, so, yeah, but anything else like that, just let us know and we'll uh, we'll try and make it happen for you. All right. Till next week, guys. See ya.